Welcome into the Fantasy Life Football Podcast. I'm Ryan Uselis, joined as always by my co-host Mark Pierce. What up? Uh, week two is in the books. We're going to talk. give you all a quick rundown of what we're going to be doing today. We got the pulse check. We're going to give you all an inside look into our own personal leagues. Um, keep, keep Trade Cut is returning. We got our power rankings. We're going to rank our top 10 uh, NFL teams currently. I'm sure we're going to have a few debates on uh, a few of the teams that are, uh, especially one that's uh, green and gold. Uh, <laughs> we're going to our starts of the week as always, and then we'll end with our week three winners. Let's go. So here we go. Let's just go ahead and get it going. Let's do a pulse <laughs> check. Uh, Mark, I'm full tilt right now. <laughs> no. I've never been this tilted in my fantasy football career. I am uh, struggling. Yeah, so, so what's your current records? <laughs> so I have three main leagues. Uh, our first main league is our 10-man redraft home league. Which we've had. This is our ninth year. Something like that. Yeah, I think you're right. And I'm <laughs> Neither of us have ever won it. So. Neither of us have ever won it. Um, <laughs> I'm 0-2. Uh, and then our my next uh, league is our new... 10 team dynasty draft uh so i've got that going and i'm also owing two in that so that's fun and then <laughs> i've got our we got our charlotte louisville one where um my girlfriend courtney neal who wanted to start playing so we we thought we'd uh, get her going so we came up with an eight team league um in that one and i'm one and one so that's my one win yeah, and that one that win, win you know who that one win against is your girl. Yep, I beat her last week. She had Pat Mahomes, D Hop, and CMC, and I beat her. And guess what? I don't have to clean the showers now. <laughs> what? Yeah. So we made a bet. We made a bet. So oh I always, I do. I have three cats at home. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm the cat dad. So uh, cat daddy. Those cats poop a ton, so that I have to change their litter all the time. So I always do that, and she always, for the most part, does the dishes. So part A of the bet was we were going to flip-flop, or not flip-flop, but the other one was going to take charge of our, our, our duty that week. So she's <laughs> got, no pun intended, so she's got to deal with the cat duty this week. And the other one was that our shower is getting a little dirty, so one of us, we've been putting it off for the longest time because no one wants to do that. <laughs> yeah. And so now she has to clean the shower, so at least I have that going on in my life. Yeah, that's funny. I was glad you got a win because you were not looking good when the Titans were losing yeah. on Sunday. Yeah, I was, uh, I was full tilt, full tilt. Uh, but I'm getting there. You know, I, I made some adjustments. You, you know, if you would have talked to me Sunday night, I probably would have been told told you to <laughs> to fuck off and uh, <laughs> yeah. I'll talk to you tomorrow. But uh, but no, I'm so I'm one in I'm one in five in my three main leagues. What about you, Mark? How you feeling? So I'm in eight leagues. That's I've never, I don't think I've ever been in more than one before. And this year, I was just like, It's a big fucking, jump. It's a I'm big going, jump. Yeah, I just became even more obsessed with fantasy. And so I'm in, I'm in four leagues on Sleeper. I fucking love Sleeper, by the way. It's so sick. It's pretty sight. But I'm in a family league, the Charlotte Louisville League with you. I'm in a league with a bunch of people that, a bunch of friends that, uh, like most of them have never played before, and then our dynasty league, which we are both in. So, I'm all, I'm also in our longtime league and in three leagues on ESPN, which in, which is uh, where my work league is. Overall, eight leagues. I'm nine and seven so far this year. I'm looking pretty good. Uh, the one I want to win the most is our longtime league. Sure, as as do I. 
And I'm 2-0 and in that one, and I'm destroying everyone in that league. I'm points leader by, like, 30. Yeah, I'm stinky poo-poo. I'm, at <laughs> least I'm not in last place. I think that's Nick Sissel right now. A spicy jalapeno. Yeah, spiky, that, spicy yeah. Japs. They're in last place right now. Yeah, I, I'm feeling in that league. I had I have Kyler, Cooper Cup, and Derrick Henry in that league. So I, I had a good week this yeah. past week. Yeah, you're feeling it. You're feeling it for but, sure. But I'm 2-0 and in that league. I'm 2-0 and in my work league. Which is with a bunch of people who like don't actually know that much about fantasy, so mm-hmm. it feels good to be validated by mm-hmm. not losing in that one. But also in the family league, my fiance Elizabeth destroyed me in week one. It's tough. And then in week two, I lost in that league again, and Elizabeth won. So she's two and zero. Oh. I'm zero oh and two, and she's been talking mad shit. As she should. As she <laughs> should. Because because she's been spending day and night yes. for the last like five months looking over this shit, and now she's. She's destroying ass. me. And yeah. she's in a work league of her own along with our family league. She drafted the family league because me and, like, uh, our dads all drafted together. Mm-hmm. And so she did it on her own. I kind of, like, gave everyone, like, a guideline because our family doesn't do it that much. And then, But her work league, she told me, here, draft for me. So I did, and she lost in the work league that I drafted for and nice. won in the family league. So she was, she said, oh, I know why I lost, because you drafted for me. And I was like, cool. I'm starting to think cool. maybe we shouldn't have this segment anymore because <laughs> these, these, these <laughs> listeners are not going to think that uh, yeah. we are no longer credible. Yeah. Uh, but mean, give it time. What are you going to do? Give it time. It's only week two. You know, if, if we're still talking this way in five, six weeks, then uh, you can abort ship. Uh, if you're the one of the three people that are going to listen to this episode and you're own too just remember you're fine don't give up yet yeah. <laughs> i'm can, talking to you yeah <laughs> no but no it's it's all fun i mean it can either make or break a sunday but for but it is uh i wouldn't trade it for the world it's just the life i live and i accept oh, it oh yeah it's awesome yeah. last year in our longtime league the guy who won the league drafted saquon barkley in the first round and lost him mm-hmm. so you can lose your first round pick. You can start off terrible, and you can come back and win. Mm-hmm. You just gotta stay on that waiver wire. Get you know, get, maybe get lucky with one or two trades mm-hmm. or pickups you make, and you are right there. Yeah, it's it's all about being active on the wire and talking trades, and you know, just watching those matchups. And it's just don't don't mail it in just yet. Uh, listen, listening to us and what we got to say, and we got your back. Hell yeah. All right. Let's get into it. Uh, let's go ahead and straight go, go straight into Keep Trade Cut. Uh, yeah. Just a refresher. Uh, we are going to be talking about three. We're going to give each other three players. We've never seen these players. We don't know who Mark. I don't know who Mark is going to give me. I don't want, He doesn't know who I'm going to give him. We're going to choose one player to keep, one player to trade, and one player to cut. You want to yeah. go ahead? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so my three are three wide receivers that are all around the same uh value Mm -hmm. but some have kind of so a couple have risen to it and one has kind of sunk down toward the other two but they're all still pretty valuable Mm -hmm. so my three wide receivers are robert woods Mm -hmm. Cortland sutton Mm -hmm. and dj moore Mm -hmm. so i got i wrote down a little fact for each one so robert woods He's the one I kind of envisioned as, like, he was higher tier. And Cooper Cup has just taken over the offense, so he's kind of come down a little bit. He's still getting the targets, but I wrote down week one he was saved by a touchdown, and he had a better target share in week two. Mm-hmm. Corlin Sutton, I wrote down, he was shut down in week one. He kind of got shadowed. Mm-hmm. I can't remember who they played week one, but he just did nothing. 
And then in week two, still didn't score a touchdown, but he had 12 targets in like 120 yards. Mm-hmm. And then DJ Moore, uh, for the season, sorry, uh, 88% target share, eight, 8 and 11 targets. Wait, I didn't. I wrote that. That eighty-eight. What the hell? <laughs> target share. <laughs> no one else is playing for he the Carolina a, Panthers. He has a twenty-six percent target share on the team. I don't know why I wrote down twenty-six there <laughs> or eighty-eight. What? I'm gonna go with DJ he's, Moore as my keep. He's got eighty-nine yeah. percent. Fuck. No, he's got a twenty-six percent char- target share on the team got for it. the season. Got it. pretty good. Eight and eleven targets, and uh, he's had about 80, 80 and seventy nine yards respectively mm-hmm. in both weeks. Mm-hmm. He's been looking good, and the Panthers are just looking good overall. Darnold's mm-hmm. looking awesome in that post Gase uh, freedom. <laughs> freedom, yeah, <laughs> like it's a real thing. So like, this is actually a very difficult one for me. And um, side note, I'm asking you these three yeah, for yeah, a friend. Yeah, 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 for a friend. Huh? <laughs> you texted me earlier. Because I may or may not have. Or my friend may or may not have all three of these people on a roster. This is, and I'm conflicted. Does his friend spell his name M-A-R-K? <laughs> uh, no. No, definitely not. Definitely. All right. So um, it's, this is really hard for me. Um, coming into the season, I would definitely lean more towards the side of dropping or cutting DJ Moore just because I've never been a huge DJ Moore fan. But... He is definitely surprising me, and Robert Anderson is definitely not getting the work that we've we thought that he was going to be receiving. Uh, Bobby Tree Trunks, uh, yeah. Robert Woods, <laughs> is uh, definitely underwhelming. But I think that Cooper Cup's volume is going to slowly go back to normal. I think that people are going to start, you know, honing in on him, knowing that that's uh, Stafford's breakfast buddy. And then Cortland Sutton, we're going to talk about him more later. Uh, but I think Cortland Sutton is definitely going to break out this year with no Jerry Judy. I just, ah, gosh, that's so hard. Um, I'm probably going to, whew, drop, cut Robert Woods just because, just because of what we're already seeing and there's already that that connection with Cooper Cup. Yes, I I know that it's like I said it's going to come back down and level out, but uh, for whatever reason I just don't feel as comfy cozy with yeah, as compared might, to maybe later in the year, maybe yeah. next month or something, maybe he'll be back to what he was. Well, I think too Court and Sutton and DJ Moore have the potential to be a top 12 guy in my opinion. Yeah. I don't think Robert Woods does. I think top 24 probably like top 16 maybe is his ceiling. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and cut Robert Woods, even though that kills me. Um, I'm probably going to trade DJ Moore because I think I can get more out of him right now. Um, oh, gosh, that's tough. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to go ahead and go with DJ Moore because I think people believe more more in DJ Moore. <laughs> See what I did there? I think people believe in DJ Moore more than <laughs> Cortland Sutton because he's coming off that ACL MCL tear. He's only had one really good week so far. He had that really bad week one. Um so I'm gonna go keep Cortland Sutton, trade DJ Moore, and cut Robert Woods. Okay. I like it. Alright, alright. Let's that hear yours. One. That was that was really tough. Uh, alright. My keep trade cut are three running backs that are not necessarily uh, 
you're not necessarily happy with them right now, whether it's just Ugh, scheme this, fit. This is going to be gross. Right, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> whether it's scheme fit or there's an injury around the offense that it's affecting them. But uh, I've got Melvin Gordon. Ugh. I got Miles Gaskin. Ugh. And I got James Robinson. Gross. <laughs> That's really gross. Hold okay. your nose as you're doing so, it. So, Melvin Gordon, yep. Miles Gaskin, yep. James Robinson. Exactly right. God, that's nasty. Okay. Melvin Gordon seems like my top just right when I hear him. Even though he's in that 50-50 split with Javante, I'm just scared that as we progress into the season, Javante's going to take over more and more. Yeah, I can see that. James Robinson has just... They just don't give him what he had last year. And Carlos had... I know it was a little better in week two. His, like... Share of the volume, mm-hmm. it's better. But I think Carlos Hyde only had a few carries. But still, it's just not looking good. That that offense is still just not. Well, Urban great. Meyer just He's, is. Yeah, I don't. He, I feel like Urban Meyer is not lasting. Yeah. And uh, Miles Gaskin. Oh man. He's <laughs> the just, gas man, baby. Uh, the Dolphins looked so good last year, especially with Fitzpatrick. Mm-hmm. And man, they're just not looking as good as we thought. And now two is hurt. Oh. God, that's gross. I think, I think I, I think I'm gonna hold. I probably keep Melvin Gordon mm-hmm. just, just because he's shown a couple flashes. You know, he had that long run, which mm-hmm. kind of. I think their their stats are pretty similar, but Melvin Gordon is. I feel like he's falling behind a little bit. That seventy yard touchdown run really puts him up there. Yeah, I think with, it skews the lens a little yes. bit. But I think I'd probably keep him just because I feel like he has the highest uh, ceiling. Mm-hmm. Like, if Javante got hurt or, you know, if he just started not playing as well, Melvin Gordon has just always been a reliable running back. Mm-hmm. And I think I'd probably trade Miles Gaskin because you could maybe get some volu- some value out of that right now mm-hmm. before the Dolphins just totally fall off a cliff with mm-hmm. Jacoby Brissett. Uh, and then I'd probably cut James Robinson because he th- – I just feel like what people have talked about all offseason, like they're just not committed to him. Yeah. They're, if they're not, it's not uh, Urban Meyer's guy. And they brought in Carlos Hyde. And didn't Carlos Hyde play for Urban Meyer in college? Ohio State. And, and I, yeah, I think, I'm, I think that's my choice. I'm going to yeah. cut James Robinson, trade Miles Gaskin, keep Melvin Gordon. Yeah, I don't blame you. I mean, especially because James Robinson, they're going to be in negative game scripts all year long, so they're going to have to pass. And that means Lawrence is just going to be slinging it. Yeah, sure, Robinson might get a lot of dump-offs, but um, I think think Urban Meyer uh, is not going to commit to him, and that offense is just – Give me the heebie-jeebies. I don't Same. want. It. I don't want any part of it. So I'm with you. I'm with you. I think that's the smart play. All right. So that was good. That was a good yeah, one. That was a good one. That was a good one. All right. Let's get into our next segment. Which one I'm I'm the most pumped for because I think this is gonna yeah, draw this will be fun up to talk about. This is gonna draw up the most uh, disagreement I think we've had in our two show series so far. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so we're gonna start power. We're gonna go power rankings. NFL team power rankings. We got we. Picked our one through ten, uh, ten being our worst, one being our best. We're Do you gonna start with one or start with ten? No, I'll start with ten. Cause well, I, the reason I said that is because I feel like around ten are are going to be different than one. Like I feel like our one through five are going to be similar, even though they're maybe in a different order. 
Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Let's do that then. It's up to you though. Let's do, let's do one through ten. Let's do the way you thought. Okay. Let's do the way you thought. Okay. Actually, no. I'm, I'm changing it. No, we're going back to the original <laughs> okay. plan. We're starting with ten. I, I thought about it. I let it simmer, and then I thought, no, no. No, we're going back to the original plan. Okay. All right. So, here we go. Oh, man. Number ten. Who's yours? It's my boys, the Tennessee Titans. Okay. My Tennessee Titans. Oh. I don't even have them on my... I, I knew you wouldn't. <laughs> they were not even on my radar. The reason why they're, they're on my top ten is because... A lot of the reason, a lot of reasons why I have teams where I have them, it's because of preseason rankings and how we had them power rankings. Yeah, and it's only two weeks in, so I can't just write off some of these teams that are actually have some like studs on their teams, and that for sure. Once they, if like they could wake up in just a, a, a flip of a switch, kind of like Derrick Henry in the second half. <laughs> exactly. Good God, he just. What I think he beast. went fifty for a half point, maybe. Or was it full? I he think went, it was full. It was 50. in full. He had fifty and half. He had like forty-five. Yeah, that's just ungodly. Goodness gracious. Um, and another reason why I did is because a, the Arizona Cardinals who were in my top ten, they did beat them week one. Yeah, sure. I'm cons- I'm calling it an outlier. Week one, there's a, l- a lot of things happening in week one. A lot of uncertainty. So I'm throwing it out the window. I think the Cardinals are better than people think they are. Um, and then they also went to Seattle. So yeah. when I was looking at this, I was thinking whether I'm, I'm going to have Seattle in my top 10. Spoiler, I do not because I put Titans in there because they went to their home and they beat them. So I couldn't That's fair. I couldn't put Seattle ahead of Tennessee. So I'm putting my boys. They're one and one. They're the 10th. They're the 10th best team in the NFL to me right now. What you got? So I put – there's a, a my 11th – I have like four more that we can talk about later – and I like almost put one of them at ten, but I put the Raiders at ten right now. Okay, they are hot, and Derek Carr is just feeling it right now. Mm-hmm. And they just look way better than all of us expected. They beat the rate. Uh, the, they beat the Ravens, mm-hmm. and I just and Derek Carr is the pass the passing yards leader in the league right now. And when they got Darren Waller, who you can throw to nineteen times in a game and just tire the defense out and just keep keep them down, I feel like. They're looking a lot better, and their defense. They're looking really good. Well, I think the Raiders have the two the two best wins when you look at the two and O teams. I think. Yeah, so they beat the Ravens, and then uh, who was the other one? The Steelers on the road. That's right. That's right. So I think they have the two best collective team wins. So no, I'm with you. I'm with you. They're definitely a, a really solid team this year. You have any more thoughts about the Raiders? Or just can't go to the next. No, one? let's go to the next one. All right, number nine. I got the Niners. Okay. Um, They're not on my top ten either. I think. Niners, you know, they were a top, ah, gosh, I don't know, we're 13, 12 team coming into the season, wherever you wanted to probably have them. Yeah. Um, I thought a people a lot were, a lot of people thought that they were going to positively going to regress this year in the win column. I think last year they were just destroyed by injuries. Yes. Uh, they got everybody. They still are. Yes, they really are, especially in the backfield. Uh, but they're 2-0. and They've done exactly what you – put them up to you know you told them you have to play the Detroit Lions on the road and Philly on the road they haven't played at home yet and they beat both those teams so I'm not saying that it's been impressive but I've got to put the 2-0 and 49ers at number nine coached by Kyle Shanahan in my top 10 I just can't leave them out 
Yeah, I like it. I got the, the Seahawks at number nine. Mm, and you don't have the Titans in there. Nope, I don't. Wow. And the reason That's is... rude, bro. Because they just had to rely on Derrick Henry. Once, once they trusted Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry was the entire offense. Tannehill is not playing to what he has been the last couple of years. Julio and him do not have any kind of connection right now, it seems like. They're not really doing much. Although, Julio should have had a touchdown last week. I was just about to say. That, I, it, that call was ridiculous. That was the dumbest call I've ever... It was like, it, if you didn't see it or you don't know what we're talking about, Julio caught a pass up in the... Like, in the back of the end zone, he jumped up, caught it, came down, put both his toes in the end zone, and then fell backward, and his heel touched out of bounds, and they they called it out of bounds. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, if, I, if, I still don't get it. I, but. I can't go too deep into this because I'll... I'll I'll get really pissed off. <laughs> yeah. uh, but if that's the rule, then you can't toe touch anymore in the NFL. Right. Like if you slide no out of bounds, then you you touched out of bounds. It's so. the dumbest thing in the world. But go on. Terrible call. Go on. Go on. But I just feel like the Derrick Henry was the entire offense, and they're not going to be able to do that every week. And it, and they got to get uh, AJ Brown's got to stop with the drops. Julio Jones and Ryan Tannehill got to make some kind of connection. They got to get the offense moving in some way other than through Derrick Henry. Yeah. No, did you hear what the A.J. Brown's family told him what? after the game? That he couldn't catch a cold or a COVID. Are you serious? Because he, he couldn't hold on to a ball. Are you for real? I'm dead serious. <laughs> yeah. That's so, hilarious. No, I it's hear kind of you. fucked up. But. It is kind of fucked up. <laughs> um, I hear you. I hear you. I think the Titans are going to get going. I think it's going to take them a little while without Arthur Smith to get that offensive, uh, those offensive juices going. I don't know why I just called said the offensive juices but i said it so it's gonna take them a little while to get it's going Offensive juices um but yeah that's our first real disagreement that's just a downright rude <laughs> all right all right number eight number eight i got the cardinals number eight they're 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 two and oh they beat my boys week one uh they went on the road to beat them and then they beat the vikings yeah they you know they barely got that win out uh, 34 to 33 uh, last second field goal but they're putting up way too many points right now. It, it yeah. Kyler Murray is just on fire. He's so fun to watch. They have so many good weapons. I think Rondell Moore is a, about to be a, a star in this league. He's so dang fast. And if that defense can just hold up, you know, and, and hold anyone to at least under thirty points, I know that's a tall task because it they did allow Minnesota to have 33 points. But if and they're they, also in a really hard division. They are. They are. But I think that they've shown me enough, especially with how explosive their offense is, for me to have them at number eight. I like it. Who you got? I got the Ravens at number eight. Okay. Uh, Lamar took the, put the team on his back and willed them to beat the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. That was a – I feel like that was a testament to how good the Chiefs are when Lamar plays like that and they, they – Still only win by one point. Mm-hmm. But the Ravens struggled in week one. They're still struggling with injuries on both sides of the ball. But um, Marquise Brown is really playing well this year. Mm-hmm. He It seems like he – I think maybe he was hurt or something last year because we all were kind of disappointed with how he played, it seemed like, all last year. And this year it seems like what we wanted last year. He's mm-hmm. catching deep balls. He's not – it seems like he's just – really coming into his own as a receiver. And the running game, even if it's mostly Lamar, is still looking good too, even though they lost Dobbins and Edwards and who else? Didn't they lose a third? Uh, Justice Hill. Justice Hill, yes. 
And there, Tyson Williams is coming through. Latavius mm-hmm. Murray. I'm still kind of upset that the Saints released him. I think that's super lame. I love Latavius Murray. Mm-hmm. But they're running, their backfield's looking good, and Lamar's running the ball super well. And he's pass, he's been passing the ball well, although he hasn't been getting Mark Andrews involved enough, I think. If they could get Mark Andrews more involved, I think they'd step it up a notch. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, they're my number eight. I feel like they're getting – they're on track to get back to where we thought of them in the off season. No, I, I, I'm going to hold all of my thoughts till later, and I'll let you know what I think about what you just said. I agree with a lot of things that you just said, but I've got them a little higher. Yeah. So I'll wait till later. Um, number seven, I got the Raiders. So when Ooh, okay. I was looking at my list here. So seven, eight, nine is Raiders, Cardinals, 49ers, all 2-0 teams. All 2-0 teams that we did not know that this was going to happen. Yeah. Um, and when I thought to myself, who's been the most impressive and who do I think is going to – who, who would win if all three of those played each other the most? And I think the Raiders would win the most out of those three. Out of which three? The Raiders, the Cardinals, and the 49ers. Okay. So I think their performances against Baltimore um, and to go on the road to the Steelers and beat them. A Steelers team that went to Buffalo and beat the Bills. Yeah. So I think that those are two really impressive wins. Derek Carr is looking good. So that's why they're at, they're at seven for me. I just couldn't put them above or behind the Cardinals and the 49ers. Their car is looking good, especially with that eyeliner he's got going on. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're 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 impressing me for sure. Yeah, they look really good. So we're on number seven, right? Yes. All right. Yeah, I got Browns at number seven. Okay. And I kind of felt like I might have put them a little too high, but I think this kind of I feel like they settle in around this around number seven because mm-hmm. they. They definitely have struggled a little bit. The Texans are kind of doing, you know, they're playing a little better than we all expected. They're hanging in there. They hang, 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 hung with them when they played the Browns. The Browns, I kind of thought they were just going to blow them out. Like but it, now the Texans are going to be stinky poo-poo because they got Davis Mills. <laughs> oh, yeah. They got the general. Tyrod general Mills. You know, you know what's going to happen now? What? Tyrod was on the team and he got hurt. Now Davis Mills is going to be, like, amazing. He's going to just take it over, and Tyrod's going to be out of a job again, just like when he got his lung punctured. But, and it, then Justin Herbert came in. It definitely could happen, <laughs> but I have my doubts. I think the Panthers are going to beat them like a drum oh, absolutely. Thursday. So it's possible, but I, I, I have my doubts. But, yeah, I got Browns at seven. Nick Chubb is just a beast. And yes. uh, Baker Mayfield's been playing really well. They just need to get their wide receivers together. Like, damn. They keep getting injured. Yeah. I mean, Odell hasn't been good for a while. Yeah. But Jarvis has been great, and he's about to be out. I think this is going to be the first game he's missed other than, like, in his career, other than one game last year when he had COVID. Hmm. This will be the first game other than that. He's going to be out for three weeks. Oh, really? He's on a short-term IR. Oh, that's right. So, so yeah, yeah at least three weeks. Yeah, so they're without him for a while. Yeah, they, they, they are a run-first team, so if they can keep leaning on Chubb and then Kareem Hunt, Man, they're, they're going to be looking good no matter what. Yeah. No, I, I don't blame you at all there. All right, let's get to six. So at six, I've got the Bills. So the Bills, uh, they, they, really, they really haven't shown me too much this year. Uh, I'm basically going off of what, a lot of they, what, what they did a lot of last year. Uh, they're one and one. You know, the, the Steelers, they came out and they laid an egg, I think, uh, in their home opener. You know, yeah. the first game back. There was a few 
few kind of outlier games like that in week one. I feel like the Titans, Packers, sure, Bills sure. didn't play well. Yeah, the Bills just laid an egg, uh, and and then week two they beat up on a Miami Dolphins team that lost to a halfway through. So they really haven't shown a ton for me. This really isn't me bashing them. This really isn't me like putting them out on a pedestal. I just think that they're when it's all said and done, they're going to be a top ten team. I don't know what where that they're going to shake out at the end of the season but I think number six right now is a, a good spot for me to have them at what about you I got my Packers at, the, at number six you, I'm telling you that man that Lions there, win whoa <laughs> it was impressive hey Aaron Jones went off dude although it really pissed me off that he did because I lost yeah that because was unfortunate of fucking lame but dude the Packers are gonna end up they're gonna win their division they're gonna have double digit wins there uh, this is gonna be i'm just super high on the packers and i'm hyped for aaron Rodgers last season but they're my super bowl pick they are at least the sixth best team in the league to me that's really all i have to say (laughs) we'll leave it at that (laughs) spoiler i do not have them in my top 10 that's insane what what not even in the top 10 yeah that's crazy they lost they got shellacked by the Saints and then the Saints went and got <laughs> shellacked by the Panthers. <laughs> hey, but well, we've been talking about how good the Panthers are. Right? I don't even know my top ten. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. And then they beat up on a, a Detroit Lions team who, at before the season we were talking about, might go defeated. So, yeah, but they, I mean, the Lions tried to come back on the 49ers. You got your 49ers in the top ten. Yeah, but they still won. Yeah, but the Packers, <laughs> the Packers blew them out. I'm not. I'm not. The Packers are like, if I were to build out 11 and 12 on my list, they'd probably be right there. Yeah, I'm just very scared because I was. I bought into the hype that you partially made me buy into, and by not made me, you and convinced then, me. And you, then week one. <laughs> yeah, you convinced me that this was a, a you know, a, a, an Aaron Rodgers revenge tour where he was just going to light the world on fire and. Give the Green Bay Packers fans what they want and show the front office that they need don't need to let them go. But after that week one, it scared the shit out of me, and yeah. I started to think that maybe they weren't you know all on the same page and that everybody wasn't all in it. So I the jury's still out for me. I want to see okay. some more. I want to see some more some more games. They definitely will get back into my top ten if I'm, they string a couple wins together. I'm still very confident in the Packers. I love it. All right. So number five. Number five. All right. Number five, Brownies, Cleveland Browns. Yes, they're dropping like flies when the receiver room and yeah. Odell Beckham hasn't been relevant since that catch. But uh, For real. but I think their off their their defense is looking really good this year. They've got a lot more firepower on that side. They have the best uh, one two punch in the backfield. Baker's looking better. Uh, they've got you know Hooper and Njoku. I think they'll be fine until they get their receiving room right. Um, I, tight end, I, those tight ends help with that. Yeah. And I think last year, I mean, you saw it with the Chiefs in the playoffs, but they played them this year already as well. They almost went to yeah. Kansas City and beat them. So uh, I think that, that that's really what I'm looking back here and hanging my hat on for the Browns. I think that two of your last you know few games have been against the Chiefs, one of the best teams in the – in the NFL, and you've gone toe to toe with them, so that at least gives you, you know, top five status in my mind. So I got the Browns. Yeah, they're really good. My number five, I got the Bills. So they're, I feel like, 
I mean, basically just what you said earlier. Mm-hmm. They're going to be so – Josh Allen's going to keep – he's not going to revert back to, you know, before he had that – you know, he had that accuracy problem and all that. He's not going to revert back to that. He's going to be like he was last year. And the Bills are going to be awesome. And honestly, they've even improved their running game. Like mm-hmm. Zach Moss and Devin Singletary have been actually somewhat fantasy relevant this year. Even if – Well, Zach Moss hasn't done anything. But Devin Singletary has been yeah. doing a little better. They, the backfield is a little more relevant. Mm-hmm. But uh, – and, you know, the Stefan Diggs-Josh Allen connection is just dominant. So uh, I have no problem with Bills in my top five. Well, that team goes as Josh Allen goes. And I think Josh Allen's going to wake up a little and get going. So once he gets going, they'll be right, they'll be right back where they were last year. I so, agree. I agree. All right, number four. This is where we've kind of our biggest discrepancy besides our Packers and our Titans. I got the Ravens. Oh, okay. So I've got the Ravens there. Uh, I think – yeah, they, they had that Raiders loss uh, week one. Uh, that's a tough game. I think a lot of us – That's so tough. I think after that fir- that initial, you know, overtime loss, a lot of us were like, oh, the Ravens lost to the Raiders? Like, yeah, that's not, not – uh, maybe they're not as good as we thought. And then the Raiders proceeded to go 2-0. and And I think a lot of people, you know, that, that fan base and that team was so hyped up for that game. They were – the first time all those fans were in that stadium – uh, since they opened it because they couldn't play in it last year. Or they played in it, but they couldn't have fans um, in the stands because of COVID reasons. Uh, plus, you had Bruce Buffer, you know, hyping your team up. It was up. so sick. It was – oh, God, it was so cool. I love Bruce Buffer. It was so cool. Uh, so, and like I said, they went – they just went to Pittsburgh. The Raiders did. They just went to Pittsburgh and beat them. So, uh, the Raiders are a lot better than we thought. And then they just went – or they just went to – or they – Kansas City came to Buffalo – or Baltimore – and uh, they beat the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. So the fact that they can do that already this year. John Harbaugh looking at Lamar and saying, do you mm-hmm. want to go for this? Man, that was awesome. Yeah, like, it, it gets me – it gets my balls all tingly <laughs> watching that. <laughs> that was so good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he, he, he trusts that dude. Uh, yes. He's so good. He's, he's one of the most electric guys in the NFL. Uh, he's definitely probably my favorite player in the NFL to watch. And he's – Oh, yeah. I, I just – I think that that win against the Chiefs – is re- that's the reason alone right there that they're number four for me. Okay, and mm. my number four is the Arizona Cardinals. Whoa, I got them way up there. you got them way up there. You like were you drinking said, that Kool Aid last week that I was spitting. You said Woo! like week one. You said the Cardinals are for real. They are. I agree. They are so good. They're very good. They are even without Rondell Moore. They are dominating, and Rondell Moore is ascending like crazy. If he becomes relevant, he's probably – if he becomes the wide receiver two behind DeAndre Hopkins, you could throw Chase Edmonds in there too. But those three pass catchers on this offense, when you can, when you got Kyler Murray there who will just run if you don't respect that, mm-hmm. they're going to dominate. And if their defense plays anything like, like it did the first couple of weeks – now they gave up a lot of points in week two. But, man, that Titans game, goodness gracious. If they can – come up if they can play anything like that with that offense i think they're definitely a top four top four team yeah so i'm with you so the our top three it seems like there's three teams left that we probably both have in the top three yes do you want to like three two one say our number three and see if we have the same one sure all right (laughs) go ahead you do it you go first or you do the three all right our top three number three three two one rams Okay. 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 You got the Chiefs all the way down at three. I got the Chiefs. So, I, I, you know, obviously they've played two really good teams in the Browns and the Ravens. Uh, 
their defense is a little suspect to me right now. They've given up 29 points to the Browns. Their run defense is bad. It's not I, good. And they're and they and the Ravens they gave up 36 points to them. So I, that's the reason why they're at they're at number three for me uh, because in my mind there's a there's a tier jump when you have you have the first three that's tier one and then you have a jump. So I think that those that first tier you could pick any three of those teams and throw yes. them wherever the heck you want. So for me, I, that's what really split it between me that them and my number two team. I just I think their defense is a little suspect. Yeah, if you're Running back is playing against the Chiefs. You're definitely fucking playing that running back. Mm-hmm. Like Lamar just ran for over a hundred rushing yards against them. Mm-hmm. No, but, I'm with you. But yeah, I have the Chiefs at number two. Spoilers. But I have the Rams at three, and I mean, I'm sure you already know why. They look fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. They're so much fun to watch already. Matthew Stafford just looks so happy. Mm-hmm. Like he's just having so much fun. Him and Cooper Cup going to breakfast, mm-hmm. and then. Coming on the football field and just torching defenses. Uh, uh, and Sean McVay's, I mean, he's looking like the Sean McVay that we, you know, like the Todd Gurley mm-hmm. years. Like, it looks like, I wish, man, I miss, I miss Todd Gurley. I wish he was still good. <laughs> yeah, imagine that yeah. offense was still with Todd Gurley. Oh, healthy. my God. If they had K-Makers, dude, mm-hmm. if they would have had K-Makers this year, mm-hmm. they would probably be my number one. Yeah. I fucking love K-Makers. It was no. so sad that he was gone, but... Yes, Rams are number three. I think they're definitely uh, NFC Championship contender and Super Bowl contender. So, so we have the same one already because we we alluded to our number twos. So it, we just flip flop two and three for each other. It sounds like it seems like. So yeah. yeah, so I've got the Chiefs are at three, and you I've got the Rams at two, and you've got those flip flopped. Yeah. Okay. So there's no need to say anymore. I think. <laughs> I mean, they're both they're both elite teams. Uh, they deserve those spots. And then the Bucks are the clear number one team. The Bucks are too good, man. Until you knock the goat off that that spot, that, yeah, it's all his. There's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, he, he's revitalized Gronk. Mm-hmm. He, I mean, their offense is so has so many weapons. It's there's too many. Mm-hmm. There's too many weapons. And their defense is great. Their it, defense is so good. It, they they're just humming. They're clicking on all cylinders. Did you know though? They have a bye this week. Um, but next, the week after, week four, they play the Rams. They have a bye this week. They do. What? Yeah. They have a bye this week. I didn't know that. Yeah. Isn't that weird? I thought they played the Rams this week. No, they play and the then Rams. they have a bye after that. They play the Rams, let's see here. Oh, you're right. You're right. Wait. Yeah. Yeah, so they have a they play the Rams this week. They do play the Rams this week. They don't even have a bye next week. Oh, where did you 10-3. get ten three? I have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> Disregard. Either way, I was like, I'm pretty sure I've had Godwin in my fantasy lineup. Like, but like, I've been staring at my lineup every night, and I yeah. have not noticed a a bye for Godwin or Tom Brady. When I said it, it sounded really <laughs> weird, but I was just like, double down, double down, double down. Maybe people will agree with you. And then I was just like, well, shit. When you do buys, me out when do buys start? I don't know. You don't want to ask me. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but either way, next or this week, hell of a game. Oh, God, it's going to be awesome. That is gonna, That should be a primetime game. Is that a primetime game? I don't understand if it's not. I don't think it is. I think it's a 4 o'clock game on Sunday. Yeah, That should absolutely be Monday Night Football. Yeah, 100,000%. 100, <laughs> That would, yeah, that game's gonna be so sick. Yeah. I don't even know what the fuck's gonna happen. Fuck. 
I got Robert Woods like in that one league. Yeah. Dude, this is my problem in that league. I got David Montgomery, and they're playing the Browns. Uh-huh. I got DJ Moore against the fucking Texans. Uh-huh. Robert Woods against the Rams. Uh-huh. And then Cortland Sutton. I think Cortland Sutton's definitely on my bench. How many? Can you start? I can start two of them. Because I got Godwin and CeeDee Lamb locked in my wide receivers. Godwin. And I got two flexes. Okay. Uh, oh, gosh. There's so many names you just seen. I'm trying to keep them all straight. I probably would not start Robert Woods. That right now, I have Montgomery and DJ Moore in. I'd probably do that with Sutton as my third. I only have two. Cause but I, got, I mean, like, if, it, if but you... I got you, I got you. Yeah, I, I had to rank them. Yeah, okay, well, good. That's kind of what I, my plan was. Yeah. Well, I was I had uh, Robert Woods ahead of Cortland, but I have... I I have one and two are the same. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, because I can't... Because my... That's the league that I have. My team is stacked. I got Dalvin Cook, Austin Eckler... As my running backs locked in, Ceedee Lamb, Chris Godwin locked in as my two wide receivers, and then my two flex I'll have. What are you playing in a four-team troop forty-four Dude, league with that, a bunch of five-year-old girls? The ten like, team. Good God, ten teamer boy. I drafted. I got Tom Brady in the tenth in that league, and then I traded. I traded a. Who did I trade? A guy wanted. You traded Najee. Yes. Yeah, he wanted. He wanted Najee. And he wanted Jamar Chase. And I told him I'd give him them for Robert Woods and Austin Eckler. Mm-hmm. And he took it. So I got... Nice. I, yeah, it, it felt good to me. I feel like it could, could be pretty balanced, though. Because Jamar's been playing really well. But yeah, so that team, I'm pretty stacked. Nice. I'm, I'm excited about it. Nice. Well, yeah, Bucks, Rams. God, Bucks are so good. Game of the week. All right, let's get into it. Starts of the week. That was a long segment. Let's just go ahead and get right into uh, probably one of the most important segments in my mind, actually. Uh, our four guys that we believe in the most this week. Um, just a refresher, we're going to be each naming one quarterback, one running back, one wide receiver, and one tight end. And we try to keep it like not the S tier lock in your lineup yeah. people. Like, you know, there's still people that are good, but maybe people that you've been kind of like what I was just doing. Yeah. Like, you got a few of them and you're like, ah, which one? Mm-hmm. Which one? They could all be good. They could all be bad. Yep. <laughs> yep. No, they're definitely, they're all decisions that to be made. All the names that we're about to say are guys that you're probably in one league or another thinking about do i start do i sit so uh you go ahead let's start from the top okay my my quarterback this week is is daniel jones Mm. danny dimes danny dimes dude man he is he's got the third highest rushing yards in the league for quarterbacks right now Mm -hmm. he's uh he's also the number five overall quarterback in fantasy Mm -hmm. at the moment which kind of blows my mind to think about rather stunning it, and he's he's playing the Falcons this week, who give up the most points to the quarterback position. They're not good. Um, he um, and yeah, I wrote down a couple, a couple of just like stats against the Washington football team. He rushed for ninety five yards. It's pretty good. That's I mean that. Think about that floor, like that's just almost ten points right mm-hmm. there. He's just gonna be. I feel like there's they're not gonna be able to stop him on the ground, and. Um, Against Tampa, Atlanta gave up 48 points. Now, I'm pretty sure, if I'm not mistaken, there was two pick sixes in that game. Wait, say that again? The Against Tampa? Tampa scored 48 on the Falcons. Okay. I think 14 points of that was pick sixes. It's possible. So, even if you take away two touchdowns, they still scored 34 on the Falcons. And Philly scored 32. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm calling something. I'm calling. 
Are you comparing Tom Brady's Buccaneers to Danny Dimes' Giants team? <laughs> that well, is yes. blasphemy. I guess I am. I'm just trying to put out there how fucking terrible the they're Falcons bad. are. No, I'll give you. They're bad. They're bad. Yes, you're right. It's, he's no Tom Brady. Yeah. And he's, that, Tom that Brady put is... up 48 points, so Danny Dimes <laughs> is going to put up 47. But t- Tom Brady doesn't run at all. He just sits in the he pocket doesn't. and run Like, God, he's so slow. No, but he doesn't need slow. to be. He no. doesn't need to be fast. But, yeah, so that defense is god-awful. I feel like Daniel Jones is the perfect like quarterback streamer this week. He'd probably be my favorite streamer of, it's, the, of it's the week. It's gross to think about, but I, I totally – I. I'm with you. I I don't fault you for where you're coming from, and everything you're saying is uh, is is true. So I'm with you. All right, I'll get into mine. Mine is Justin Herbert, uh, the guy that God, he looks so damn good in his football game. <laughs> yeah, crush on. I do. I love Justin Herbert. But anyway, so he's not been too hot so far. He's got two TDs and three interceptions on the year. Yeah, that Cowboys game it was weird man it was it so was disappointing really we were all i feel like the whole fantasy community was like drooling over that game mm-hmm. and it just did not yeah it didn't but i've got I, i've got some positive uh some positive little nuggets here for you to nibble on so those two games though that he's played he's thrown for 337 yards and 338 yards that's a lot of yards Solid. the over under for this game is 56 that's one of the highest in the Whoa. week against the chiefs he's playing the chiefs i'm oh, sorry okay that was really good that's, I, I, I apologize what's the, I wonder what the like implied total is. I don't know what like the line is at. Sure, sure. But they, yeah, that's crazy high. That's not that's not surprising though. It's the Chiefs. Though. So that's a lot of points. Even if you think the Chiefs are gonna kill the Chargers, that's still a lot that's of points for of the points. Chargers. Um, last year versus the Chiefs, he scored twenty, and this is in a four-point passing touchdown league. He scored twenty-two and thirty-one in that twenty-two point game. That was his very first ever NFL game. That was against the Chiefs? Yep, that was against wow. the Chiefs. So he's got 22 and 31 last year. He's due. He's too good. He's. I know people are saying it might be a sophomore slump. He's still got Keenan Allen. He's still got Mike Williams. He's still got Austin Eckler. Jared Cook, I don't know how the hell he's still kicking and being <laughs> he's in the doing NFL, well, but he's relevant. So I'm I'm not giving up on Justin Herbert. He's going to pop one of these weeks, and we're all be like, oh, yeah, there's Justin Herbert. Yep. And it's going to be this week because he's playing against the Chiefs, and they're going to have to play catch-up if they're behind. Oh, it's going to be such a fun game. It's going to be really good. There's some good games on the slate. But, yeah, Justin Herbert's mine. Who you it, got it So on? what's the over-under on that? 56? 56. So let's just assume, like, I'm just guessing. We're not looking at the line, but, like, the Chiefs are probably favored by six or seven. It's like, probably, I, like, like probably, five and a half. So that would mean that their implied total is, like, what would that be like? If they, if the Chiefs, it's probably like like twenty six, high twenties yeah, like, to mid thirties. They're probably yeah, like they're implied to score 30s. almost thirty points. Yeah. Like they're gonna, yeah. it's gonna be an awesome game. Yeah, it's gonna be really good. So lock him in, trust him. This is the week. Who's your running back? So running back. Okay, so I got I got Chris Carson this week. Uh, they're playing the Vikings. Joe Mixon torched the Vikings in Week One. Uh, he had like 29 carries, and he was the running back, either two or three. He might. I think he was two behind Christian McCaffrey, which is just insane because Christian didn't even score a touchdown. But anyway, Joe Mixon roasted Minnesota's defense, and they played uh, Arizona the week after. And you know, Kyler didn't rush for much, but he still rushed for I think 30 or 40 yards, and they just can't stop him. They can't. They. Chris Carson is going to 
I think this is where Chris Carson comes to life. He's he's kind of gotten you by with touchdowns, especially this past week. I think say he last had week he had two, two touchdowns, yeah. and it kept him alive. But I feel like this is the week that Carson gets those carries and the, the yards per carry up and really um, sets himself as like a top. Uh, he's a top 12 back for me. He's a top twelve back for oh week for the, three for week oh, three. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking rest of season. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, he's it's definitely a good matchup. So no, and the Seahawks are always a good offense, and it's just a guessing uh, game with whether it's going to be a running game or a Russell Wilson cooking game. So yeah. it very well could be a Carson uh, game. So no, I, I don't blame you. All right, mine's going to be Chase Edmonds. He's on a team. He's on the Arizona Cardinals. He's on a team that is averaging 36 points a game, yet he has not yet to score, and he's the RB1. He's the technically he's 1A. Um, Connor's 1B. But he has yet to score. He's had 13 touches in week one, 16 in week two. He's playing against the Jacksonville Jaguars. He's got a solid floor because you can lock him in for four to six receptions every single week. So if he's you're so in a PPR, good at PPR. I love he's him fine. PPR. He might he might not pop off, but he's gonna probably give you at least that solid floor of ten points. Oh, absolutely. And if he gets that touchdown, you're looking at you know high teens, low twenties. So um, playing the Jacksonville Jaguars, that's all I need to say. Chase Edmonds, fire him up. Yes. The only the thing that sucks about Chase Edmonds, I love him. I have him in our PPR dynasty league, and. The only thing that sucks is that they got James Conner and he's just the goal line back. Yeah. So like if like James Chase Edmonds is gonna have to catch a pass and score from like ten or twelve yards out, and I just hate that because he could be the goal line back if they trust him to, but they just don't. Well, he's he, he's also if you remember when he wasn't the the main guy in Arizona before they gave him the lead role, he was a home run hitter. He's like one of the yeah. biggest home run hitters in the game. So it doesn't take much he's going to take he has that ability he's going to take one of these touches to the house uh one of these days just you got to keep sticking with him you can't you can't give up on him because you're going to miss that pop-off game yeah i'm i love chase edmonds i like that pick all right and uh my tight end start of the week is going to be dallas goddard mostly because Ertz is out he's got COVID. he's got the vid so Ertz is not going to be there to take away take away those targets uh and they're playing dallas so I mean, I, hopefully, we thought it was going to be a shootout with Dallas and Chargers last week, and it didn't end up going that way. But hopefully, they can get something going this week and force the Eagles to throw, and Dallas Goddard will be uh, more relevant. Um, in week one, he had 70 – sorry, he was four for five for 42 yards and a touchdown, and he was on the field for 73% of snaps. So if he can do something along those numbers and maybe have a few more targets since Ertz is gone, he could he could be in the tight end one conversation for the week. Mm-hmm. No, I, I like the Dallas Goddard play for sure. He's definitely one of those guys that he's definitely weighed down by Ertz. So if Ertz is out. That was that 88% that I wrote down earlier. I meant to write down snap share. <laughs> I could see that being the case there. <laughs> that's what it was. That makes more sense. It, that, that's what that was. I was like, why did I write down 88%? Yeah, yeah. That's what it was. Snapshot. That, that makes a little more sense. <laughs> and by a little, I mean a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so who's your title? Common misconception. All right. You go so, in like this. Yeah. <laughs> My tight end is going to be Tyler Higby, the beast. He hasn't wowed. On this offense, but this offense is humming. Oh, yeah. This offense is... McVay's got these boys right. 
So Cooper Cup has been the star of this offense, obviously. He's catching everything that's coming his way. Uh, Stafford's got a love affair with him. And, but, we're like we were, I kind of talked about a little bit earlier, I think slowly, Cup's still going to be the guy. He's still going to get his. He's definitely going to get a lot, actually. But I think he's going to start slowly coming back to earth. He's been out of this world right now. I think he's just going to start coming back to earth. People are going to start paying more attention to him. Uh, so I think that Woods is going to get his, and I think Higby's going to start getting more of his. If it, I mean, week one, Higby was 5 for 68. In a PPR format, that doesn't kill you, especially in the tight oh, end landscape. Nice. It's it's decent, especially for where you got him in the draft. So you take that, but last week was really disappointing. He was 1 for 9. Uh, I, I'm putting that in the past. It's a high over-under. They're playing the Bucks. It's a high over-under. You got another 56-er. Uh, so we just talked about with Herbert and the Chargers. So 56, it, that's a ton of points. So the, if you don't think Higby's going to at least get some of that um, goodness, whether it's yardage or catches and that's it, I, I think you're crazy. So I think he's definitely good for five, six, seven catches. You know, he might get near that 75, 80 mark, and I think he's got a good shot at a touchdown. So, um, And lastly, Henderson's not looking like he's going to play this week. Yeah. So keep looking at that. Yeah, so he's got, I think, a rib cartilage injury. And last year, I mean, these are two different, very, two very different players, but um, Cam Akers had the same, a similar injury, and he was out for two weeks. So, I mean, like I said, two different players, um, but it is the same team and similar injury. So I, the way McVay's talking about it, it's a little wishy-washy. So I... I'm thinking that they're going to keep him out at least a week, which means Michelle's going to be in there, and I doubt they're still they're st- he's still learning the offense. I doubt they're going to fully uh, give him all the work. So I think they're going to be playing. I mean, the Bucks are going to put up a thousand points, so they're going to have to keep up with him. So yeah. I think that Higby's definitely going to get targeted, and it's just whether he can make the most of it. So that'd be awesome if we got one of those games like that Rams game in the regular season, like when it was when the Rams were- Chiefs. Yeah, whether yeah. it was like fifty something to fifty something. Yeah, when they played at the Coliseum and it looked like it was like it was the that darkest, was that yeah. was the year that yeah. the Rams went to the Super Bowl. Yeah, God, if that that if any game was gonna be like that, I feel like this could. It's definitely get got there. shootout potential. Did you see Antonio Brown's not playing. Yeah, you did see that. So they they don't have him, which means hey, if you got Godwin, Mike Evans, Gronk, even more targets exactly to go around. Right. Oh, exactly baby. right. No, I, I definitely think that that game, anybody that you got involved in that that one, you're going to want to definitely think about putting them in your lineup. All right, lastly, All right. get into your wide receiver. Oh, yeah. My wide receiver is someone we talked about earlier, DJ Moore, who plays Thursday against the Texans. So he played 88% of snaps last week, finished as the wide receiver 13 on the week. 26% target share, and he's obviously Darnold's wide receiver one. Uh, they're going to exploit this defense. DJ Moore, I think he's going to have 10 uh, double-digit targets, and he's he's probably going to score a touchdown. I feel like there's a very good chance, as long as they don't, as long as they don't feed Christian McCaffrey, like especially in the second half, if if they're killing the Texans, if the Texans stay in it like they have been. Uh, by a, a lot, most of the people's surprise, then I feel like DJ Moore is going to have an amazing game, and I'm really excited to start him this week. Yeah, no, I, I'm with you. The Texans are they're ripe for a, a pick.
picking against them when it comes to anybody on your offense and yeah. uh, your and your team. So uh, I think that's a really good pick. I think games like that, if it does, in fact, the way I view those is the blowout potential games is as long as he gets his early and fast, exactly. then he's fine. Now, but people if, always get worried, like, but if they blow him out, then they're not going to need to throw it. I'm like, but they, but they had to score the points in yes. order to get to that point. Correct. And the people who are going to score those points are the dominant players on the offense. And like, he's the he's, – CMC's number one, but he's the second yes. guy on the offense. It's not even close. Um, I like it. I like it a lot. All right. My fourth wide receiver – or my fourth pick, my wide receiver pick, is Cortland Sutton. Okay. So you, you on my bench. <laughs> <laughs> you well, you have good, four really good players. Yeah. So either way, I don't think you have too much to worry about. But anyway, it's a plus. It's a plus matchup. It's their home opener. They play two games on the road. Uh, it's against the Jets. They're stinky poo poo, as we know. They're, the Broncos. This is their home opener. Mm-hmm. Man, it's got to feel good to come into your home opener two and zero. Exactly That's right. Awesome. Exactly. Their defense is legit. Um, but anyway, Cortland Sutton. Week one, with Jerry Judy, it was his first game back from tearing his ACL, MCL. He had three targets, one catch. Was not great. Like I said, with Jerry Judy, the majority of the game, Jerry Judy ate. He got a ton of action. Um, So week two rolls around, no Jerry Judy. The question is, who is going to be Teddy B's guy? What was the answer? Cortland Sutton got 12 targets, nine receptions, and 159. The second closest guy, target-related, was Noah Fant. He had six. 12 to six. So I think we have a clear-cut guy for Teddy Bridgewater. And I know we have a two-game sample size, but we've had a, the, the Broncos, if you look at their numbers, they're not rushing the ball very well. They had that one pop-off play from um, Gordon. But other than that, it's been very, it, it's been very subdued. They're not doing great, so... Teddy's really, you know, it's it's Teddy Bridgewater in that defense right now. That's the reason why they're two and up. So Cortland Sutton, I think, is in line for a very big game again. He might not get twelve targets, nine receptions, because they might not need to throw it as much against the Jets. But I definitely think he's going to get his. I definitely think he might sniff that hundred target mark or a hundred yard mark. And he didn't get a touchdown last week with all that work. So I think he's definitely in line. He's due for a touchdown if he gets anywhere near that. So I agree. I think he's going. He's going to get all the targets. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. I, if there's one guy that I think that we've talked about recently in my mind that you, if you can trade for him still, it's Cortland Sutton because I think they're with no Jerry Judy and you are 